0: a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on Leading & Learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading & Learning. This is episode number 195. Today we're going to be doing a book excerpt from my latest book, Climbing Out of the Ruins. Climbing Out of the Ruins is book five in the Zombie Terror War series, and this is a fast-paced, action-packed series. It's got some romance in it, but it draws heavily from my law enforcement career. Now, obviously not the zombies, but if you like The Walking Dead and that type of genre, you're going to love this. But there's also the element of terrorism thrown in. People are loving the stories, they're loving the characters, and I know you'll enjoy it too. So this is an excerpt from book five. There's links uh, in the show notes for each of the books. I'd love for you to check them out. They'd be great Christmas presents available as ebooks as well as in print. South of Hendersonville, North Carolina, Saturday, eleven ten hours. The federal police officer stood in the bed of the pickup moving the binoculars slowly over the barricade, not seeing any way to get around the vehicles. This stretch of highway had been constructed for safety, with metal guardrails on both shoulders and the median, preventing anyone from driving across it. Two pickups and six passenger cars were scattered in front of the barricade. It was hard to tell at this distance, but he thought that he could see bullet holes in some of the windshields. The roadblock looked formidable, he realized, continuing to stare through the binos. There, he could see a small opening on the left side, next to the median. A police car sat 20 feet behind the barrier, the driver's door standing open, and a body, or what was left of one, lying on the pavement beside the vehicle. It looked to McCain like the officer had been filling a spot in the roadblock, but had tried to make a run for it. He didn't get very far before the zombies managed to grab and devour him. I wish I could see behind that row of vehicles, Chuck thought. There's no telling what might be waiting back there. There's an opening on the far left next to the center guardrail, he told her, climbing into the back seat. It looks like a police officer tried to escape but didn't make it. I can't see anything behind the barricade, but there's plenty of movement up on that bridge. As soon as we get through the roadblock punch it, and let's get on down the road. Elizabeth took a deep, cleansing breath and nodded, putting the truck into drive and giving it some gas. As they got closer to the long line of vehicles, Chuck realized that there was plenty of room for them to get past it. Beth steered to the left, maneuvering around a red Dodge Ram that straddled the two lanes just 20 feet from the barricade. The front of the Ram had been shot up, The windshield shattered, and McCain saw a figure slumped behind the steering wheel. Beth aimed their truck for the opening in the roadblock. Both of the Tundra's two left tires now on the small grassy strip next to the iron guardrail. The police car had been parked next to a yellow DOT dump truck. Suddenly, a loud hissing erupted from outside, causing Chuck to swing his rifle to the driver's side. The pickup truck shifted and quickly became sluggish. What happened, Beth asked, feeling the truck pulling to the left. McCain glanced out his open window to the ground and shook his head in disbelief. Spike strips. The police put them out to puncture a bad guy's tires. They were in the grass and now we've got two flats. Another sound quickly overshadowed the hissing. The growling of hungry zombies was getting closer and louder. McCain scanned the area but didn't see anything. They have to be on the opposite side of the roadblock, he realized. Back up, he told Elizabeth. Those Z's are on the other side. Beth immediately slammed on the brakes, shoved the gear shift lever into reverse, and accelerated. Just as the tundra started reversing with two flat tires, twenty zombies burst through the hole that they had been about to drive through. A crash, jolted both of them as the Toyota slammed into the shot-up pickup, Beth looking at the oncoming zombies and not watching behind them as she reversed. McCain was thrown into the back of the driver's seat, his backpack knocked onto the floorboard by the impact. He quickly recovered, though, knowing that the menacing figures were marching straight for them. "'Sorry,' Elizabeth said, pulling up slightly, quickly steering quickly steering the wheel to the left so she could get around the other big Dodge Ram pickup and put some distance between them and the zombies. Chuck was already firing on full auto out the window towards the advancing group. They were so close and moving faster than any he had seen in a while. Normally, he would engage in the semi-auto mode on his rifle. Not now. He needed to take control and fast. He sw- slowly swept the muzzle At head height and fired short bursts, taking down several zombies at a time. Beth continued backing for another 50 feet before jerking the steering wheel counterclockwise so she could turn them around and go the other way. A metal-on-metal crunching sound let them know that she had backed into the guardrail. Elizabeth turned back to the right and accelerated. Nothing happened. The fender covering the flat rear tire was hung up on the metal barrier, holding them in place the tires spinning but not taking them anywhere. We're stuck, Beth yelled, seeing the bloody figures surging towards what they hoped would be an easy meal. What do we do? McCain's accurate fire had taken down 16 of the tightly packed group before his rifle ran dry. He pushed the door open and exited the pickup, grabbing his pistol. Out, he ordered, grab your weapons and your backpack and let's go, he pointed to their right. He took down the remaining 5 z's only firing 7 shots from the glock more zombies rushed through the opening in the barricade drawn to the gunshots elizabeth threw on her quick equipment as chuck reloaded his rifle and continued dropping the approaching flesh eaters the big man glanced back into the tundra his backpack containing extra ammo food and water was in the floorboard on the far side the zombies were just 30 30 feet away though their snarling intensifying as they got closer. He put the pack out of his mind, knowing that their immediate survival was the most important thing. Run, McCain told his wife, pointing to the right. Elizabeth started sprinting while Chuck paused to give her a head start, firing a long burst into the snarling group before running after her. They were still at least 30 there were still at least 30 infected following them, most of these shuffling slowly. That's good, McCain thought. He figured that most of the Z's on the interstate had come from the many abandoned vehicles, but now he could also clearly see agitated zombies on the bridge in front of them. Some of their pursuers had probably been up there and had made their way down to the highway attacking motorists who were trying to escape or the police who had been manning the roadblock. Now, if we can just find another vehicle... The police officer paused for a moment halfway across the interstate and made a headshot on a muscular zombie who looked like he had just worked out, his muscles bulging under his black tank top and shorts. He looks and moves like he just got infected, the CDC agent noted surprisingly. Both arms showed open wounds and his face was covered with blood. Muscles was just 15 feet away when a 5.56 millimeter round punched through his left eye and pitching him face forward onto the asphalt. Chuck started sprinting again, trying to catch up with Elizabeth. She was a real runner, having participated in several half marathons. The CDC officer pushed himself, glancing over his shoulder as the Z's continued after their prey. Even as a part-time professional MMA fighter, the big man hated to run in training. At this moment, though, he was wishing that he'd put in a few more miles. Beth had already climbed over the guardrail and turned to check on him. McCain saw her watching him sprint, her eyes wide with fear, as the large group of infected closed in on the couple. He motioned for her to keep going. Instead, she raised her rifle and started shooting their pursuers, dropping four before he joined her. Chuck jumped the metal barrier and spun around, raising his M4. He pushed the selector to semi-auto and took down five of the closest creatures— before the bolt locked open. He hit the magazine release, dropping the empty and grabbing a fresh one from his plate carrier. His gun was ready to go again, but they needed to keep moving and create some distance. There were still at least fifteen zombies closing on them. Elizabeth fired more shots, her last bullet sending a heavy-set man wearing a jogging suit crashing to the pavement. Chuck tapped her on the shoulder. Let's go, he said, pointing in the direction of Upward Road climb that fence and head towards the main road. A three-foot-high, chain-link fence ran along the top of a small rise ten yards off the highway adjacent to their location. On the opposite side, a narrow street ran parallel to the interstate and appeared to dead end into upward road. Chuck sent Elizabeth ahead while he turned to check on the Z's, dropping two that had closed to within 15 yards. Their growls and snarls filled the air and sent a chill down the police officer's spine. By the time he joined Beth, she had managed to get over the fence. Chuck climbed the obstacle and paused, glancing back at their pursuers again. The Z's had been slowed by the guardrail, unable to climb over it. The first few bounced off, while their zombie comrades kept pushing forward, knocking several over the barrier. After these managed to get to their feet, they continued up the hill, towards the fence. Additional Z's had stumbled down the exit ramps from upward road, following the sound of the gunshots and the growls, moving towards the smell of living flesh. Well, I hope you enjoyed this excerpt, and I hope you enjoyed this excerpt enough to click through over to Amazon and check out more. There's another free excerpt available there for each of the books if you want to check them out. But uh, these would definitely make great Christmas presents. But uh, if you're not into the zombie genre, no way, no, no problem. There's that, That's fine. You can also go to my blog, davidspell.com, and check out my other books. I've got leadership books. I've got biblical studies. I've got a couple of true collections of police stories from my police career. Um, Street Cop and Street Cop 2 Reloaded. These are true stories from my 30 years as a police officer. And again, they would make great presents as we approach Christmas. So, until next time, this is David Spell wishing you a very Merry Christmas.